0: Have you ever considered building an app? Hear me out here. So, adding an app could be a new digital product for your business. It's probably something that, if you're like me, you hadn't really considered. But in this episode, I am talking to Yvette Sitters from Manage My Wedding. Yvette has planned, built, and executed an incredible app. For men and women who have recently got engaged and they are looking to plan out their wedding, this app is incredible and it sits alongside her business full of useful tips, extremely helpful tools, and really everything you need to build out your wedding. So I'm excited to have Yvette Sitters with me today. She's going to tell us all about how she built her app, the highs and the lows of this whole situation of building an app, and also going to talk to me about what it's like to try and manage a wedding planning business through a global pandemic. You are going to want to listen to this episode. Yvette really tells it like it is. I can't wait to introduce you to Yvette Sitters from Manage My Weddings. Let's dive into it. Hey, hey there, you are listening to the Boss Motive Podcast, where I'm sharing all the tools, tips and mindset tricks to build a successful business whilst living a life you love and avoiding a burnout. Ever wondered what it takes to live in a tropical paradise, run successful businesses and work from home whilst raising kids? listen up friends as I am sharing my story of how I've done this along with interviews from other incredible entrepreneurs who are also living their best life. My name is Liz Morris and this is the No BS Podcast where I'm digging deep into what it actually takes to define your success and live a life you were put on this earth for. Haven't found your motive yet? Come in closer, we may just have the answer. thank you so much for joining me on the Boss Motive podcast. I'm excited that you are here and most importantly, I'm excited to talk to you about, let's just say that pivoting in the wedding industry in the last two years is probably an exceptional feat and I cannot wait to dive into this episode and chat with you. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and talk to you. Yeah, we've just been talking for like an hour before we even hear record, So <laughs> So glad that we've hit record now. Let's dive into it. So can you please give me a background of um, who you are? What did you do before you started your own business? Uh, When did you start your business? And, yeah, tell me all things in the life of a vet.
1: Yes. So the business is uh, three and a half years old. I launched it um, when I just had my second child. I've only got two children um, when, and I, oh, sorry, when I had, I designed it when I had my first child and I was at home bored on maternity leave. And then I launched it when I had my second child, which was two and a half years later. Um, and she was six weeks old when I, when I launched it. <laughs> so I was like crazy tired, but super excited. I just, you know, knew I didn't want to go back to work because I'd worked for over 20 years in the, hotel and wedding and event space. Uh, I'd worked, you know, 70 hour weeks. I worked at some very big, fancy flagship, iconic hotels all around the world. And I was super passionate about weddings and events, but, you know, it just wasn't a sustainable life for for young children. You know, I really wanted to be a mum that could be around and you know, attend my kids' school awards and those kind of things, and I knew that that just was not going to happen because, alongside running big events, you know, you're attending VIP lunches and dinners and just so many things. So, I knew I had to come up with something, and I was constantly organising friends and families' weddings for free. Really, people are like, Yvette, help us," and I'd be like, "Here, I use all my resources," and I was like, I'm giving everyone my resources. Um, and what can I do with that? And that's when I sort of thought, I'm just going to put all those Excel spreadsheets that I've made into a fancy app. So yeah, that's what I did. And that's how Manage My Wedding came alive.
0: So was it the app that you built first or has this um, business taken some, a few different changes along the way?
1: Yeah, it was the app I built first. Um, as I said, it took me two years because it, the most of that time was taken up with finding the right developer. <laughs> so it started with just purely the app launching and then eight, oh, yeah, 18 months later I launched the online store and then which sells uh, wedding stuff <laughs> basically. And then six months later I launched the podcast.
0: That's fantastic. So tell me about... What made you decide to go down the app path? Like a lot of us would, mm. okay, let's start with an online shop or we would start with, um, you know, online education or a service business, like you might be doing it planning from a service, you know, one-on-one kind of thing. What made you jump into the app?
1: Yeah, so at, at the time I was like thinking, you know, I've got all these resources, but I don't want to just, there were, there's so many online wedding planning tools. Like if you go to Google, there's just hundreds of them. And I was like, I don't just want to be another one of those online, you know, platforms. And apps were just sort of starting to become the craze. Um, And I was like looking at apps and realised that there was really a missing link of what was available with wedding apps because all the ones that were in there, they were pretty basic very clunky. And yeah, I just could see what was missing. So that's why I decided to go down that avenue. I love that so much. That's about
0: looking for the opportunities instead of just, um, you know, what can I do like everybody else? I love that you really thought about what was out there and how you could be different, because I think so many people will just, you know, they follow the trend instead of doing something different and something uh, a little bit risky. But Mm -hmm. Like, I know from knowing you that this was such a great result because you were ranked number one, like, in, by Apple. Tell me about that. Like, how did that even, how did that feel and how did you get there?
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. I still remember that day so clearly. So I launched the app on Christmas Day, which is <laughs> funny. crazy that I did that way. I did it that way purely because I, I didn't, I know that everyone gets engaged on Christmas day that, and then and new year's day and Valentine's day. Um, And I was like, I'll just soft launch it on Christmas day. And then they'll come through the week after, but I'll just want to soft launch on the day. That'll be quiet, which is Christmas day so that I can check that everything's working. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I remember three days later, my developer phoning me and just saying, hey, uh, do you know that your app is sitting in the top charts? And it's sitting right next to Microsoft and all these crazy big businesses that, you know, have really successful apps. I think it was sitting like beside Microsoft and Facebook or something. Um, And it was like, I think it sat in something like productivity, which means that people were continuously going in and out using the app. So not just downloading it, never doing anything with it. So the app store obviously recognized that people liked what they were using. And so within three months, it then hit number one.
0: That's amazing! Hello.
1: Congratulations! Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't reflect on it often. So now that I'm talking about it with you, it's like, oh yeah, it is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool, that is so cool. And I guess a lot
0: of people just don't even see that behind the scenes things because that's not like getting ranked number one. Although you can talk about it here and there, it's not like um, it sits like publicly very often. So yeah, so good that you have that had that experience and you did get it to there. So, talk me through for somebody that might be thinking, oh, this sounds like a money winner. This sounds like a great idea. I'm going to do this app. Like, why? how would you even get started building an app or how, you know, explain some of the obstacles that you've had to face because I know from talking to you personally there has been quite a few um, and you're working through a new app development at the moment. So, I guess it's quite fresh again for you and maybe some old issues are popping up. So, where would someone get started in an app development, and is it as good
1: as it sounds? <laughs> oh, this, oh, this is a tough question to answer, a tough question in the sense that I could just blurt on and on and on and on about the obstacles because it's a really finicky, tricky business. Um, everyone claims they're an app developer, I learnt, <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> you know, they might just be a web designer. Yes. They think they, they can build an app. And in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm going to build this app. It's going to be about $5,000 because at the time apps were still pretty new. Um, and then I started to go around and talk to app developers and everyone was like, that's at least 20 to 100 grand. Wow. And I was like, oh, mm, I'm on maternity leave, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <sighs> that's crazy. So that was the first obstacle was like the realization of I'm really going to have to Put in my own money or find the money. We used our own, and then we're going to have to find an app developer. And I just, I couldn't feel comfortable with anyone that I spoke to. It was, it was, you know, trust for me is a big thing, and just f- that gut instinct, yeah, is huge. And I, uh, I can't say it enough that you've got to go with your gut. And I just kept walking away, thinking they just don't get it, or. Yes, they might be technical, but they don't get that weddings are all about the look and feel. They don't care about the technicality. They want it to look and feel like, you know, beautiful and loving and all that sort of stuff. And then I get someone that was of great design, but the back end, they just, you know, I knew that. I just couldn't feel right. So it took me two years to, to, until I found a developer that I went, yes, this person gets it. I feel safe. I feel comfortable. So that was a massive obstacle. <laughs>
0: That's it. So you really um, stuck to your guns. And how much pressure did you feel to get this thing off the ground, given that oh, you that- put your maternity money into it as well? Like that, that's a massive mindset thing, isn't it? That you just had to have so much belief in what you were going to achieve long term. I mean, that's the old story of becoming an overnight success in two years.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look. I did have those moments where I was like, I'm just, I, I'm, I just put it out of my mind and I'd forget about it because I'm like, well, there's another person that I don't feel right about. And yeah, there were definitely those days of it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Did um, you lose money at all in the development? Like, did you ever pay anybody along the way that you, you lost no. No. Oh, that's so good. Isn't it?
1: No, I didn't. And I ended up spending more than the 20 with the person I found, but it felt right. So I knew that it was okay. Um, but at that point when I stumbled across him, I was had, had pretty much just put it out of my mind.
0: Oh, that's so good though. That, that
1: you just trusted your gut and that yeah, yeah. the right person fell in when the right time. I'm such he a did. That happens. And he happened, I was doing some contract work for a company and so was he and we just got to know each other and I didn't even know that he had an app, was was building apps on the side. I had no clue and we just over lunch one day in the room and he told me what he did and I was like, oh, here we go again, another app developer. And in his mind he was like, oh, here we go again, another person that, that does, wants to gonna do it. Up. So, you
0: know. <laughs> And then you were both found out. You're both serious. So yeah,
1: yeah, match made heaven.
0: (laughs) So explain to me how, um, like, how this generates revenue for you in terms of, um, you know, is an app enough to sustain a person's business? Is it enough to sustain sustain your family and your income and that sort of thing, or is it really something that leads people to the next step? Like, is it a lead generation, or how does it fit into your business?
1: Mm, Yeah. Well, the first year I remember thinking, "Oh, this is just a flop!" Like, yeah, I'm getting tens of thousands of downloads, and everyone's talking about the app in the industry. Oh, so how you about- had you had a free, so it's got free. a free download, and then they have an yes. upgrade. Okay, so yep.
0: a premium but maybe version. You just explain how that sits, firstly, and then how it generates the income.
1: Yes. So the first, it, really, most apps need to be free. Yeah. These days um, or have a free trial. So, or people just won't download them. So I did, I down, I, I basically, you can have the free version and you can plan your wedding from that. You can manage your guest list, your budget, you can, um, go through all your to-do tasks. Then there's a premium version which allows you to invite your partner or your mum into the app or or a wedding planner. Um, And it allows you to also be able to export the data so you can export the guest list to then give to your stationer and to your venue. And it also um, gives you access to um, templates of timelines and agendas for the wedding day. So that's the difference between the two tiers. And I just presumed in my mind everyone that downloads the app is going to download premium.
0: Right? <laughs> What's the price point of that?
1: <laughs> it's only $12.99. Yeah.
0: But and you never
1: ninety nine to make an Totally. <laughs> and it, it was only $7.99 at the start. Yeah. I've put it up because I know now people want to pay it. So I've put it up since. Yeah. But um, they didn't flood in. I think in the first year I was making like $200 a month in premiums, but everyone's five-star reviewing this app and loving it, but I'm like, why are they not buying premium? You know, people just love free shit, excuse yes. me. Sorry yeah. if anyone's. No, that's <laughs> that's just how it is. That's, that's reality. Um, so I had to work out, right, how am I going to push them to want premium? Yeah. and increase those, increase those sales. But then how else can I monetize this? Because at the moment that money, all it was covering is to run the systems. It's not even paying my app back that I've spent and it's not giving me any cash. So I was running, I was working two jobs at the time and trying to do this and then I that's when I was like you know what I've got all this traffic I've got a huge database in the email system that's when I decided to launch the store because I'm like this is how I can really drive revenue um, to get them to buy from me with because I've got a database so that's that's how I went, went down that way. Awesome. Awesome. I love this story so much. So <laughs> tell me about the store and were
0: you, um, did you end up designing any new products or you bought other people's products and how does that
1: look? Mm, this is another <laughs> really big obstacle story. I so, love- <laughs> <laughs> so I found, um, I was like, I'm going to just do drop shipping. You know, I'm still working a job. Um, I don't want to have stock at home as well. And I've got t- a, a- two young children. So I found a business, they're actually a Canadian business, but they had a big warehouse in Sydney um, and they had drop shipping contracts. So I could just connect their API to my system, sell their stuff and make a cut. So it was all set up. Um, My app developer helped me build the site. We did all of that. And then Two weeks before launch and I'd been promoting, promoting the stores coming. Here's some sneak peek. Like, you know, I amped up those brides to be ready to buy from me. Yeah. And then two weeks before the store was launching, I get an email from that company saying we're closing our Australian warehouse. Oh, no way. And I had built my system around it, my customer journey around everything. I'd done everything to suit how that was going to work. So I was, I just remember just sitting on the floor crying, thinking I've spent all this money and time around those products and building my system to suit dropshipping, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, what am I going to (gasps) do? And I was like, I'm just going to go and buy a couple of things that I know are really popular with selling at the moment. And they were at the time wedding hair pieces and bridal robes and and garters, like, They were the three main things. My mum's a wedding dressmaker was a a wedding dressmaker. So she's like, I'll make you thousands of garters. (laughs) And I knew the supplier I wanted for the hairpieces and the robes. And I just bought what I could afford in stock. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And in two weeks I had, uh, and I bought a couple of other things. I think wedding signs that were really popular actually. And I just, in two weeks, I was just run off my feet with getting the stock and taking photos and loading. Like I was just manic. I was like, I can't let the customers down. I can't let the customers down. Um, I don't want them to know, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's
0: such a great
1: survival story. You were
0: just doing what you had to do (gasps) at every step of the way to get the business along where it needed to go. so that I'm not going to have stock in my house turned into I have stock in my house.
1: story. Yes, yeah. in the garage. I went and bought the shelving and I just had this garage full of this stuff <laughs> <That is> so- <laughs> so- and, I, and then I grew the products over time and made sales and that's how I then started to commercially you know monetize the business. And since then I've actually turned the ship back the store store back into drop shipping.
0: Okay. So how does that, how does that look right now? So drop shipping again from, do you just rely on one supplier or? No, (laughs) no.
1: (laughs) You've learned that (laughs) lesson. Yeah, no, I, I now have, um, I've got six suppliers and they're people that I first built really good relationships with, and they are mums at home, who, because that's something I'm really, I've worked out that's something I'm really passionate about. I want to support mums in business that have a family business. They've b- built themselves because they love their product. They love the quality. And I know it's going to arrive beautifully packaged how I would expect. And they're going to wow that the customer still. So I feel like I've still got some kind of quality control. So I think this was all meant to happen, you know. Yeah, um, we learned the so many doing. lessons. Yeah, we and do. Lessons. Teach us what not to do more so than what to do. <laughs> totally, totally, I agree.
0: So, how long so- have you been? How long have you been doing this drop shipping at the moment? So, how long from mm.
1: now? Um, from when you had your store in your house to now the drop shipping? Pretty much since I started to turn it turn it into drop shipping when COVID hit, because mm-hmm. I the basically the the money stopped coming in when COVID hit. And yeah. wedding industry was really obviously just shut down. It just completely ended. Um, and no one was spending money. So I, I did, I was like, well, I don't want to keep buying stock. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I was, so I just, at that point went, you know what? I don't love wrapping orders. My passion is in, um, planning weddings Yes, It's not in going and finding stock and doing all of that. And I, I knew that I never was passionate about that. And that was kind of the missing piece in the puzzle. I'm like, I'm spending all this time on the part of the business I don't love the most. The part of the business I love is the podcast and the and the app and that side of it. So it just felt like the right thing to do. Um, and I knew I had to, to, to change things when COVID hit because I couldn't go and buy stock really. And you couldn't get stock either. Yes. Like people are experiencing that, aren't they? Yeah. So slowly I've just got rid of my stuff. Um, and now I've pretty much, I was actually looking this morning and there's not much left at all of my own. So,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. so, so good. One thing you've just touched on, um, is I feel like we, we get to this point in our business that all of a sudden we're like, oh, I'm so far into this, that, maybe I like that. I feel like I can't get out of it. And I love that you haven't taken that attitude. You're like, no, I'm not passionate about that. I don't want to be packing orders, but you also recognize that there are people out there who love packing orders. They love their products. I've seen them on Instagram and they're wrapping with so much love. So instead of saying, I'm just going to do this because I have to do it. I like that. You have really embraced. No, that's not my superpower. That's not the bit that I love to do. So I'm going to let that go, which also I'm all about freeing up the mind and freeing up what you can do to make your business better. And by saying, no, I'm passionate about my app and I'm passionate about wedding planning. Yes, I use this tool or I use products to increase my revenue. It's okay that I don't actually do that, that yes. I'm just drop shipping that. And I, I just love that you've, you've recognized that and that you have completely you know, accepted it and moved on. A lot of us will go, no, I've got all this stock. This is how it works. And I'm too proud to say, I don't want to do that bit anymore. So that's just so inspiring to hear that story. So Mm -hmm. tell me the question on everyone's lip, how the heck have you even got out of bed when your whole business relies on, on weddings for the last two years like how has this affected you and what have you really worked towards like tell talk me through what it looks like now compared to what it did before COVID the old yeah. COVID word
1: <laughs> yeah it's been a very interesting process but it's so funny because I really haven't wanted to ever give up I think there might have been a week where I was like I'm just gonna shut up shop but I knew deep down that wasn't true <laughs> <laughs> tell the passion it's still there yes And I was like, you know, the podcast does really, really well. And I noticed everyone who does wedding podcasts just dropped off. They just stopped when, when COVID hit. And I was like, no, I'm here to to help. My, my passion is to make, I want bridal couples to enjoy the lead up to their wedding. I don't want them to feel the overwhelming stress. That is my main purpose. You know, weddings are a really beautiful time, but people are so stressed out in the lead up to their wedding day. So I just want to help that and remove that for them. And I was like just stopping podcasting is going to be the worst thing because they're just, you know, going to be even more stressed. So I just I just like turned every episode into how can I nurture them now with right now with how they're feeling and what they need to keep their relationship alive and keep motivated and so I I I did a lot of um mindset sessions i bought on um love doctors as such you (laughs) know um and helped them plan from home but without spending money so that they you know because a lot of them had lost jobs as well and so yeah i just made sure i really listened to what they needed and from that I, i i realized they still do want stuff from me they might not be able to buy from the store right now but they still do want stuff so that's when i started to create I started talking to a podcast sponsor because I knew that I could bring in extra revenue there and I created a bunch of digital downloads that kind of work with some of the tasks in the app. So you get to a task and it might be seating your wedding guests and you might be, well, how do I do that? That's the next task. Then they can download the digital download that helps guide them through that. So I've kind of created all these guides. So, yeah, I just really had to listen to what they needed at the time. So it
0: goes right back to how you even came up with the app idea. You really looked for an opportunity in what was out there. So and you saw a little gap, which was, you know, other people dropping off, but you still you were like, okay, there's a gap. i can I can talk to people about love. I can talk to people about keeping that spirit alive, that they are going to get their wedding eventually. So it's so, yes. I think it's just incredible how you have just seen these opportunities along the way, and you've really, you know, honed in on those and just being not afraid to go down that new path or to take a pivot. Pivot is my favorite word to just (laughs) your business to how it not only suits you at the time, like making more revenue, but also how um, it's going to suit your customer. So, being so ingrained with your customer and what they want and how they're feeling, I just... I think that's incredible. That's such an amazing thing to be able to
1: do. And it's like your superpower to see what these people (laughs) need. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's, you've got to just listen to the customer.
0: Yeah. And I right. think a lot of
1: people don't.
0: I think a, I think a lot of people that get themselves all stuck and in their own heads is they're, ta- they're thinking of what they can do, but they're not listening to what the customer needs. Yes. And, you know, you've, you've proven that you, by pivoting, you can do that by listening to your customer. So, that's so, so amazing. I love your whole story. Mm-hmm. So, tell me, what is in store? What's the next thing for Yvette and Manage My Weddings? Where to from
1: here? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um I I am not going anywhere. I know that. I'm here to stay. <laughs> so at the moment I am rebuilding the app. Um I've had issues with my current developer, which, you know, these things happen, and I'm building a bigger, better app which I'm very excited about and I'm launching onto Android, which is something I haven't done. Um And I haven't been able to because of the way my app was built. I haven't been able to do that. And that's really going to change things for me because the market now is 50-50, iPhone, Android. So I'm missing a lot of the market. Um, And a lot of my podcast listeners are like, when are you bringing out the app? So that's the next biggest thing that's happening. Um, I'm, I'm launching in December. And the new app will launch in November, so that's the next big thing, which I'm super excited about. And I'm launching into more countries because I'm currently only in the states, um, the UK, and New Zealand. So I'm launching into many more countries as well. So that's the next big thing. But the end goal, the thing that's driving me, that I'm really passionate about, is I really want to start a charity that that helps people in need that haven't been able to get married because financially they don't have the money or because of illness or so my end goal is is that to be able to, you know, be able to give away weddings to those people that really deserve it. Oh, that's beautiful. What a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I haven't shared that with many people. So I don't know, you got that out of me. Press.
0: Yes, that's amazing and what a beautiful thing to do And I'm sure you'll do it because you're just so inspiring And you have so many, you've just grown so much over the last few years And it's incredible, incredible journey So if anybody is, like I love listening to your podcast Because I love listening to you talk And I love your Instagram because it's just <laughs> full of beautiful photos And I'm a long way from being married How long have you been married, just to finish this, wrap this up? Uh,
1: seven and a half years, i Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a long way off being married. I've
0: been married for, oh, I think it's, I think I'm coming up to 16 years. It's- wow.
1: That's great. But I'm much older than you. I got, <laughs> I got married old. <laughs> oh, yes, well,
0: I got married so young. I'm only 25. So um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell me, where can everybody get hold of you? Where can they follow you?
1: They can find me on Facebook and Instagram and it's just at managemywedding. Or they can find me on my website, which is managemywedding.com. Wonderful.
0: Now I'm even going to share that, you know, people can reach out as suppliers. Like you you have beautiful connections with different businesses. So even if people are listening here and they're not wanting to um, plan a wedding or they're married forever like me, um, you're so beautiful at connecting businesses together. And yes. Know, they have products available that you might, you know, might be interested in stocking, or they, um, you know, just want to follow you and connect because I know that we have a beautiful business relationship. So I hope I encourage Thank everybody you. to come and connect with you on Instagram and Facebook,
1: and follow your podcast. Thank you. And if anyone is listening and they've considered building an app, I'm always open to talking about that as well. So beautiful. Okay it's a tricky business. So yeah, if anyone's considering it and thinking about it, I'm more than happy to talk with them about that too. You're so kind. That is so lovely. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm going to link
0: everything in the show notes and um, have a beautiful rest of the day. Thank
1: you, Liz. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye.
0: Well, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the Boss Motive Podcast. I hope these episodes are really helping you towards building a successful business and a life that you love. If you enjoyed this episode, please jump over and leave me a review because that is going to help me get this episode out to more people. And of course, I love to see you on Instagram. So please tag me at Boss Motive and let me know if these episodes are resonating with you or if there's something that you would love to hear. I look forward to being back in your ear again next week. Thanks again.